Welcome to the Unstoppable Yes You podcast, where we celebrate the achievements and resilience of Caribbean people to inspire the next generation. I'm your guest host, Patrice Deshaver, bringing to you a new series called Behind the Scenes. In this episode, I'm speaking with Vanetta Hilton of Encompass Digital Media. Encompass is a global technology services company focused on supporting broadcast, cable, digital, and streaming services. Vanetta has the complex role of managing the broadcast operations of what hits our television screens for several affiliate networks all over the country. I'll let her explain. Welcome, Vanetta. Thank you, Patrice. Thanks for having me. Yes. So, Vanetta, you are the Channel Operations Manager at Encompass Digital Media. Tell us exactly what that means. So, as a Channel Operations Manager, I'm responsible to see uh, the successful delivery of content for our clients to their viewers. We operate TV stations, output for other clients. So I'm responsible to make sure the content is successfully delivered to the viewers wherever they're located in the country. I have a full team that helps me to make this possible. Um, it's 24-7. We have operators and supervisors. And basically, we make sure that the playlist, which runs the different programs, whether it be the news or a show is always available. I'm responsible for staffing, responsible for training, new hires and supervisors as well. So who are some of these clients? So our clients, so my my clients are CW Plus, the CW Plus group, um, also Gram Media and AccuWeather. So uh, Gram Media is consists of NBC Networks, CBS, ABC, uh, they have an independent station um, run out of Jacksonville. Uh, my clients are located in San Antonio, Houston, Roanoke, Virginia, uh, Detroit, Michigan, and um, also Jacksonville. So we are hub here in Atlanta, but we don't have any Atlanta station. We don't have any Georgia station. So all of our content is, is, is sent out to the different states. Uh, where our clients are. Okay, let's rewind just a little bit. So for people who have no idea what this means, it could sound so foreign because when people think of media or behind the scenes, they they think of typical things like, you know, who is the actor? Who is the director? Who is the producer? Who is the editor, right? So those are the roles most people are familiar with. When they think of media, they think of content and they think of going behind the scenes. But see, your role is super important and may not be a role that most people think about initially. And we want our listeners to understand that there are so many opportunities in this field. So let's just go back a second. For people who have no idea, we're going to take them behind the scenes as if we were walking into Encompass and you were giving us a tour. When you walk into Encompass, we have uh, a couple of clients that we provide these services for. So we have, we house all the ABC owned and operated um, station, all the CBS owned and operated station. And as I mentioned, we have other media entities like Graham Media, AccuWeather, um, CW Plus. Uh, these are the big ones. Then we also have what we call our multi channels, which are just one or two channels, um, that a state that, that might need somewhere to hub and do their broadcasting for them. 
on like RFD, uh, Sony movie channels. That's all to North America. Nothing is here in the United States. They go to um, Brazil, Argentina, um, and what else do we have? We have NFL. So NFL, everyone knows NFL Network. We house NFL. NFL is out of our hub. So what that means is everything that goes to the NFL station comes out of here in Atlanta to wherever you are um, in the country or in the world because they watch NFL overseas as well. Um, we also just got the Sinclair um, broadcast station. So right now, this is what you know as um, Fox Sports South, East, West. So all the Fox Sports Regional Sports Network. Um, we are going to be housing them out of Encompass. Uh, so those are some of our um, clients that we have in-house. So meaning that they're not broadcasting their content. They are not controlling their airwaves. They're running that through your company. Right. For instance, um, my client, Grand Media, has all these different stations in all these different states. But instead of having each state man their own facility, they put it all in one place. So then Encompass man all their facility for them. So that saved them money for paying for a hub in each different state where you just have one hub. So you kind of lump it all together and, and you know it saves money. Um, it's called central casting. So everything is run out of one place. And even though they have like local stuff that they still have a station there in their respectful state, they have local shows that they do. But the thing is, because we're contracted to be the central casting hub for them, they cannot touch the stations. Like all their shows have to come through us. If they want to make a change to their lineup that they have for the day, we have to do it. They have to be like, okay, we don't want to run that Toyota commercial. We want to run Arby's instead. So they'll let us know. They give us the house number that we need to replace it with. And, and we do that. So basically the, the stations, they have like, they really have no control over changing and manipulation and, and stuff that might occur if it was there with them in the state that they were. So you guys have a very careful job of managing what hits air, making sure the numbers are correct and matching up to what they want so that the right thing is hitting air. Could you tell us what are some of the biggest challenges you faced in your role? Oh, yes. The job is to make sure that we deliver what the client wants in a very clean manner, which means no black no incorrect content. One of the biggest challenges that I see that we have is technical issues. Now, sometimes we have human error, but we can really minimize those by paying attention. Sometimes we might have a fiber hit. If we have a fiber hit and the fiber separate us while we're doing a live show, that becomes detrimental because we have no way to connect. And then the station might end up with just black on air until we can do a failover. And the failover, it doesn't happen instantly. So it takes a few minutes, five or 10. So depending on what is on air at the time, you know, station could be in black. So you're watching TV and if you're watching uh, a newscast and they roll a break, then that's fine. You'll see the break rolling. But if you're watching, um, say, a sporting event, like they're playing a hockey game, 
and the hockey game is going on and we lost a fiber connection and it was time for us to go to a break, we would not be able to go to that break because it'll take a time to reestablish connection in order to continue with programming. So when these type of technical issues happen, if a server fail, or we have a primary server and a backup server. Now, if both servers go down, then we have nowhere to go. You end up with black on air. Yeah, you guys take a hit for that, huh? Yes. So, yeah. So it's, and then, and these things cost us money because we're responsible for making sure that the content go out. Even though it's a technical issue, you know, it's still an encompass responsibility. And then, you know, whatever um, charges they incur because of that outage, you know, it comes back on um, our company to pay it. That could be a lot of pressure. You have to train people in your role. You manage uh, a team that you mentioned earlier. Can you tell us what you focus on when you train someone? And then what advice do you give to, uh, to new people coming into the industry or wanting to get into the industry? The first thing I focus on when I train someone is making sure that they know the software. So whether it's ITX, it's Imagine, Harris, whatever the software is that they're using, uh, we make sure that they know the software. The second thing is if you're working for NBC, CBS, ABC, doesn't matter. Make sure you know how to follow a format. For every show, we have a format. The format is going to tell you when it's the time for the local breaks to roll. No matter if you're running Tamron Hall, Wendell Williams, or The Real, or The Talk, they have national breaks that goes along with those shows. The national breaks belong to the show. Local breaks belongs to the station. So they have to recognize when it's time for the station to get paid. The third thing I would teach them is recovery. And this is the hardest thing to learn because you could be in central casting for years and don't have an issue where you have to recover. But we still go through scenarios like what happened if you try to roll this break and it doesn't go? Like, what do you do next? What happened if you all of a sudden go to black? What do you get on air? What happened if you roll this break when it wasn't your turn? If you roll this break early, how do you get them back to air and rebuild that break so you can roll it at your given time? So recovery is very important and it's the hardest thing to teach. We don't have a training pod where we could simulate these things. So we have to just do recovery through talking through the process and what you would do. Even if we do this every week, every month, and a person finally faces a situation, it's still going to be a challenge for them. <laughs> I can imagine. Unless you've been through it, it's going to be difficult. And we understand that, which is why we have them staff with a supervisor 24-7. So these supervisors have experience. They've been through this, so they know Whenever they face a situation, they're ready to help and give instructions and dive in if they need to. And then the advice part for a new person coming in, like wanting to get their start, you know, in a field like this. The advice I will have is just to be willing to try something new and be ready because anything can happen at any time. What we look for is people that are trainable. If you're in a tech field, if you're in a field where you've done customer service, if you can work on your own and you can react quickly, we look for those kind of things. So if you want to get into something like this, feel free to go ahead and apply. It's called a master control operator. It's in any central casting environment. So how long have you been at Encompass and how did you get your start? I've been at Encompass for nine years. 
actually June this year will make 10 years. Oh, time's flat. While I was teaching, I wanted something else to do at the same time. And I still wanted to stay in an industry. The person I interviewed with nine and a half years ago is actually my boss now. The position that they were hiring for was an apprentice position. They was like, no, save her for something else. So they was like, oh, we want you, but we don't have a spot for you right now. We'll call you. And I waited probably about a month and I got the call and I started as an operator working for NBC. So we, at the time we hosted NBC here, there at Encompass. Now NBC, um, Comcast bought their big building and built their own facility in Colorado. So, um, they're, not here anymore. They're, they're gone, but that's where I started. I started working for the NBC hub and as a master control operator. And we used a program called Snail, which I've never seen before. I never even heard about master control before. Well, yeah, I've heard about master control, but not on the level that they were doing it. So I thought master control. Right. For so many stations. Yeah. Cause when we think of it, you, you think of master control for that network. Right. But not as a satellite. Right. Exactly. Because at CNN, we had master control. Yeah. But it's like, it was just like a whole different ball game, And, and I, and I learned it. And at the time it was just NBC. So I developed that and I went through some pretty excited time because I've been through um, summer Olympics and two winter Olympics um, with them. So uh, those are really fun. I've been through a lot of Stanley cup championship, uh, about five um, Super Bowls. So it's just, it's, 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 it just became more and more exciting as, as I do it. Cause I, before I was like, oh, this is not something I'm going to enjoy because you're sitting, but the time is a lot of times you're relaxing. I get to watch days of our lives or whatever program Ellen, you know, that was my life every day. But then when there's a time for like sports, you're really interactive or if they have a live show, then you're interactive. But, you know, a lot of the times, especially because I work on the, the earlier shift, you know, I get to do the morning show live. Um, so that would have been the today show. So we roll those live. Um, but other times you're just sitting back and you're monitoring, you're aggressively monitoring to make sure that your playlist is good and there's nothing missing. And, you know, the breaks are going every, okay. And, you know, you don't have to jump into action for anything. So- and are you looking at multiple fees at the same time or is it one feed at a time? Multiple fields. So, for instance, when I work at NBC, I was on the East Coast. I had Philadelphia, I had Washington, and I had Virginia. So, you have three different states that you're watching. And the thing is, usually news are around the same time. If you're in the same time zone, they all have news at six o'clock. So, when they go to local news, that's kind of a time to just like relax. You know, sometimes if they have technical difficulties, ask you to roll their break for them because during local news is the only time when the station is actually triggering their own break because, yeah, of course, you know, they, they're the one that knows that they're going to take breaks. If they have a technical issue, then it becomes on us to help them out. And they're like, stand by encompass. We're about to go to a break and we'll, you know, help them out. Yeah. So other than that, it's, you know, it's always we're rolling shows together. It's NBC. So all the morning shows are together, you know, all the even shows are together. So I want to first acknowledge that you went to Howard University, my alma mater. As a matter of fact, we were there together. Yes, graduated <laughs> together as well. Yes. Yes. And um, I want Sometimes. to touch. I want to touch on your life at CNN, um, where you ran the robotics camera. But before we get to that, I just want to ask you really quickly. Um, you're a Jamaican, so I want to know: Do you feel 
your Jamaican upbringing, your heritage has played a role in you as a person and in your career, like how you maneuver, how you received. Is there any influence there? <laughs> Tell me. Oh, yes. Most definitely. Most definitely. Growing up, my parents always tell me, get your education, get your education, you know, go for what you want, go for what you want. So, you know, nothing was handed to me. I had to like go for it. My parents didn't know anything about, um, you know, the different job markets out there and they, it's no, it's not really guidance. So, but they did constantly tell me to, you know, what do you want to do? Search for what you want to do. So growing up, it's either you're going to be a teacher, a lawyer, or a doctor. It's just, that's all people know. Or you go into the, the tourist industry. So there was no middle ground for, you know, stuff outside of. So, um, you know, with, with growing up with not a lot of choices, I seeked out other choices, like uh, the possibilities of what could be. So um, I, I think it played a, a role in me just trying to find what I like. I love videotaping stuff. I love being in front of the camera. I don't know how I ended up behind the camera, but I love to be in front of the camera. Every chance I took, I was pretending. I didn't even have a camera yet, but I'm pretending the camera was rolling. I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing the newscast or something. So, Vanetta, we we gonna work on that. <laughs> we gonna get you back in front of the camera. But tell us, uh, while you were at CNN, you ran the camera. You ran the robotics camera. <laughs> so yeah, I was behind the scenes. So at CNN, I was first on. I was a, I was an audio operator, and then I I started controlling the robotic cameras as well. And I think it was the coolest thing because when I first started a couple of years back, when I first started at CNN, they were doing, people were actually on the floor in front of the anchors, moving the cameras around. And then they finally got robotic cameras where you actually control it from inside, where you just press a button and you can set a setting. You don't have to move the camera every time the director say, okay, camera three, pan left. You know, now we're moving left. So you set it and, you know, you could control it with a with a little ball. So it was cool to see that how the technology was changing um, while I was, you know, right there. So I could look back on this today and be like, oh, yeah, I remember we used to actually actually have to manually move those cameras around. And now we got robotic cameras that we could just set from anywhere and press a button. Uh, but, yeah, so starting me out the camera, it was it was nice to follow the action. I worked on the show for a little bit called Talk Back Live, if anybody remember that. Um, and that was nice. Um, being out there, you get to like catch the action, um, people's reaction to stuff, you know, keep focus on the anchor so she could get her point across. But yeah, um, it, it was really cool. So the skills you learned while at CNN and the role you played there, do you feel like those skills are transferable into the role you have now? Because I know for a lot of people, they may be thinking about, you know, switching or doing something different. So just wanted to see if those skills you feel were transferable to your current role. So the skills are not transferable, but the knowledge is because you have the knowledge of how uh, a production works. So when you're on the, in a central cast environment and, you know, if they're in news and you're like, OK, news is going long, they're going to go over. Then you don't need to tell them they have 36 seconds left. You know, so you get like the knowledge of timing and, but the skills of, you know, using a camera and, you know, running audio, I mean, none, none of that is put into play in a central casting role, but your knowledge of how media works, um, you know, that translate and you can understand. So, okay, we need to go to commercial break. Okay. We need to pay bills. These commercial must air. 
if these commercials don't air, someone is losing money. So it's just the the knowledge um, does translate. Would you say at times that perhaps it could be stressful at Encompass knowing that you're working in a live environment? Of course, you came from live with CNN as well, but um, just continuing that on, on such a larger scale with so many uh, so many networks that you're you're managing. Um, what keeps you going in each day? <laughs> what, yeah. what, what you know it what I mean? Can, yeah, it can be stressful at times, um, especially when we have um, big events. Like now, we're going through March Madness, so it's like okay, you check in the list, you double check in the list, you're making sure that you know the operator understand what's going on, and you're making sure that that whole four hours is flawless because the, a lot of people you know, are watching and there are a lot of money riding because we don't want to, you know, do anything to the integrity of the station. So if we go to back while someone is trying to watch a basketball game and we go to block because of a mistake that we made, you know, then someone might change the channel and go watch somewhere, you know, watch something else. So we're, you know, we don't want to cost the client to lose viewers. So it's like, we're always on our um, P's and Q's to make sure that we deliver um, the content. And it's stressful for us in leadership roles because we have to keep our eyes on the operation and make sure that, okay, first of all, the operators have everything that they need and they're also doing what they need to be doing at the time and they're keeping track of us. But there are a lot of breaks and you can get lost. If they get lost watching the game, then they miss where they are. You know, the same thing with football, football season. I think sports is one of our biggest um, stress points because it's like if you have an operator that got lost, you know, you know, watching the game, you know, I, I mean, even it's 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 the same with any program. Sometimes we run The Bachelor, we run that live and someone get lost into watching. OK, who's going to get a rose? And they didn't notice that. Oh, your break is coming up. So now you roll 10 seconds late. Because, you know, you were not paying attention that your break was coming up. So, yeah, it, it can be stressful at times just making sure that, you know, everyone is doing their job. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hear you. So let me ask you one more question. Um, when you got your start, you were trained by your manager, who is still your manager today. Um, tell us about some of the nuggets you picked up in your training and and how you relate that to to what you're doing now. And, um, what you would share, yeah. And what you would share with, with listeners to help to implement into their, uh, into their, uh, current career or future goals. The person who hired me, actually, he was over NBC and today he's over the entire central casting at Encompass. I never really got trained by him because he's like higher up. But for my supervisors and my training managers that did train me, I've been through a few because I work in a few. I worked in um, uh, NBC, then I went to multi-channel to work, and you know, then I come to Gram to work. And I work as an operator and I work as a supervisor under um, a manager and also under a director. And I watch to see how they handle things. I watch to see how each one of them did stuff differently. I watched to see what the higher ups would comment about the way they handle the operation. So in my current position, like if I saw that something was done back then and it wasn't favorable with the higher ups, I try to go a different route. I try to be innovative in the way I would do things. And I try to make sure that I keep a line of communication open because, um, 
I noticed that was big, especially with a client. Because uh, if you if something happened, they're going to find out. You have confidence recorded. You could go back and watch these things. So it was like, don't try to hide anything. Put a ticket out, put a discrepancy report out and make sure that um, they know. And that's what that's the advice I would give to, um, to anyone who is pursuing this role. It's transparency. You know, you have to make sure that what whatever it is that's done wrong or not done in a way that should have been is reported, is documented. And even if it's your you the one that's gonna take the fall, you know, go ahead and take the fall because if the client have to come back, even if it's a week or two weeks or months later and say, Hey, back in such and such, this is what happened, then it looks worse than for you to be like, you know what, I made a mistake or my crew made a mistake, you know, whoever it was. But my thing is um, always have transparency in whatever you do. That's an awesome lesson that anyone could take with them and any facet of life, whether it's personal or career. So we thank you for being transparent and sharing that with us and being a guest on Unstoppable Yes You Behind the Scenes podcast. And for the listeners, be sure to subscribe if you have not as yet. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Red Circle, Google Podcasts, and of course, on the website, unstoppableyesyou.com. Thank you for listening.